like how do you focus how do you like individually focus what breaks your focus what tends to pull you away and how do you set up environments to be more focused hi i'm Maud leger and this is the realtors conspiracy podcast where we crack the code to real estate success learn from top realtors entrepreneurs and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories mindset processes motivations and the key to their success check out our podcast episodes every monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business this week i'm speaking with jason from gtg home solutions working with buyers sellers investors and realtors to find very creative ways to help people with their real estate goals and needs Jason shared lots of tools and mindset systems and processes that he uses to grow his business. Shared about his focus, efficiencies, and how to gain from an open mind when thinking about real estate. Let's get to my chat with Jason. Hi, Jason. Thanks for joining us today on the episode. Your tagline is investing in people one home at a time. Tell us more what that means. What do you do? Um, so we really just kind of solve people's real estate problems. Um, where we're, we, we like to think of ourselves as helpers, not hagglers. So whatever their situation is, um, usually whatever it is kind of on the surface, uh, is not really what the, the situation is. So we just kind of get to know what the person, uh, the seller's situation is and figure out how we can help them. Sometimes it's pointing them to a realtor. Um, sometimes that's us buying it. Sometimes it's just kind of pointing them in the right direction to maybe go find out some more information, um, like from an attorney or a tax advisor or something. So, you know, uh, I, I've spent a lot of time and money like learning about real estate in all sorts of different ways. And so we really just try to help them. And I think that approach allows us to um, just be helpers and not hacklers and not try to like always have to get the deal, just help them. And it seems to come around with good things. Yeah, that works. That works. You developed a really specific niche for your business too. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, it's still in the works. Um, I'm trying to get kind of the, the first phase of the business completely or at least mostly running without me, um, which is my uh, wholesale business. But I really want to focus um, on specifically helping uh, active duty military members for the US. Um, I'm retired Air Force. And so uh, I came into real estate actually by when I moved um, out of North Carolina, I was trying to figure out what to do with my house. So um, since then, I'm really found a lot of ways that could help specifically active duty military. So I'm trying to uh, build my next business around that. Nice. Very cool. And then in terms of your business, uh, your goals are towards scaling and systemizing your business. How do you focus on those goals? Um, well, I think those are the ones that actually come naturally to me. Um, just because of my personality, I'm much more of a systems and processes guy. I'm very logical in the way I approach things. I'm still very much entrepreneur minded, but um, I'm always trying to find like, all right, how can we make this be a little bit more efficient, a little bit better? What's the problem? I hate really repeating things like ever. So I'm always a, kind of obsessed about finding ways to not have to keep repeating things that aren't needed. Systemizing everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have specific actions that you'd like to share that are systemized in your business or things you don't have to repeat or redo? Uh, yeah, so anything, 
So like if I'm having to type stuff, if I'm having to copy something from one place to another, or I'm having to go look up something in one place when it should be in another, I try to find ways. A lot of times I just post about it in different Facebook groups, you know, real estate groups, like, Hey, I'm trying to do this. Anyone know of a way? And a lot of times people give their tips and tricks. And so I'll either figure it out myself or I'll hire someone to do it. Usually I kind of take a crack at it first, unless I know it's going to be a big project. But I use things like Zapier. We'll take things from like a web form where a lead submits their information and it goes into my CRM and then it'll zap it into like other places where it can be used so that, uh, you know, my assistants or my employees don't have to do as much copy and paste. I, I want to keep it, whoever's kind of working in my uh, business as simple as possible. So it's complex, complex on the back end uh, on my side. So that is very easy on the front end. So you can really build a team around. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we've had several people kind of come and go and each time we lose someone, either we, you know, push them out <laughs> if they're not doing what they need to do, or if it's just, they've, they've moved on to better pastures or whatever. Um, we want it, we, we keep getting better each time because we learn like, all right, how do we make it very easy for them on the front end? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. You did tons of training with Darren Hardy and his systems. Uh, what uh, did you learn? What are key learnings that you got from Darren Hardy? I mean, just in a, <laughs> this is um, the business masterclass book. And I think I took like close to 40 pages of notes or more. I can't remember. But I mean, there's just so much stuff out of it, but really uh, focus. Um, I think one of the key things is coming down to like, how do you focus? How do you like individually focus? What breaks your focus? What tends to pull you away? And how do you set up environments to be more focused? Like I was telling you earlier, like I just moved into this house. And so like uh, this basement area is going to become like my sanctuary and I'm trying to set it up so that I can really come down here and focus and all that, you know, and just uh, scheduling the time where I, I have focus time so that later when I have family time, I, I, I don't feel guilty that I'm having to step away from work. Yeah. Yeah. Having work at work and home at home, even mm -hmm. though you're in the building. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, honestly, that that's really hard to get other people to go along with. So, I mean, um, I'm probably going to start incorporating, uh, you know, some of Darren, specifically uh, insane productivity into people I bring on board because they have a hard time respecting my boundaries. Like, Hey, at certain times of the day, like it's family time. And unless there's a meeting, which there's rarely a true emergency uh, requirement in real estate, you know, after hours. So, you know, if my attorney's not open, then there's not a, you know, a situation I can really solve most of the time. So yeah, just getting them to respect that. I find real estate agent will go and uh, crave that fire pudding emergency uh, needed to do something. And then with Darren Hardy, it's all about avoiding distractions, focus, work on your priorities. Yeah. And I think I, I already learned that lesson and I'm just kind of refining it or relearning it sometimes um, when I was in the military, because I had a lot of people that worked under me. And as soon as I would come into work, because it was a 24 hour um, shop, as soon as I come into work, they would just start unloading their problems on me. I'm like, whoa, 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 like, let me at least like sit down, log in. Like these fires have been here all night or for a few hours. Like they can wait a few more minutes to like, for you to calm down, for me to get situated and then we can talk through it. Um, but I mean, 
in the beginning, I, I loved it. You know, it was like, I'm the only one that could put out the fires and I would, you know, so you kind of get that like ego trip on it. But eventually I figured out like, Hey, that's not a very productive way. Cause I would just be at the end of my day be like, what did I do today? And it was just like, I just put out fires all day, which was part of my job, but having a little structure to it definitely makes it a, a lot less crazy. I love it. I love it so much. It's exactly how business grow, right? It's taking mm -hmm. it to the next level. Yeah. What tips would you give to real estate agents trying to grow their business from your background? Um, so I, I think this is a tip that really applies to anybody and it's uh, pulling it from Darren Hardy. And that is set your priorities. Uh, I use his Sunday planning system. You can get it free. Just Google like Darren Hardy Sunday planning system. But um, I have a couple accountability partners that um, I met through Darren Hardy's training. Um, we went through the Entrepreneur Fast Pass together and every Sunday for two years now, pretty much without fail, we meet and we talk through how we did that week's, um, you know, what are our wins, what are our losses and what are our priorities and like what sort of things are going to stop us from those. And it's picking three uh, most vital priorities. And really, I mean, that can apply to anything. I mean, any career, walk of life. And it's the combination of having the MVPs and really that I have to get those done above all else. And then having that accountability at the end of the week slash at the start of the next week, that has really helped me to uh, like keep getting better and better and being able to see my progress. Cause sometimes I beat myself up hard and having my accountability partners be like, Hey, look, you're, you're making progress. You know, a year ago you're doing this. Now you're here. Like you know, give yourself some slack. But then if I slack off too much, they're quick to call me out. You know, hey, you're not meeting your goals that you said earlier because of this. So yeah, I love it. Accountability is huge. Like having someone there to remind you of the the good and bad. And because you you won't hold yourself like you will let yourself off the hook. Um, when the pain is strong enough, you know, when you're trying to avoid it, like I don't care how committed you are, you will eventually let yourself off the hook. So having someone there to catch you. And like, say, hey, you, you need to get this together and know that they're coming from a place of love because you do the exact same to them. Um, it really helps you just grow towards your goals at a much faster pace, I think. Yeah, I love it. Hands free. <laughs> How do you uh, set your priorities? Like what type of priorities are your on your schedule for your Sunday night planning? So for me, um, using... Darren's uh, Living Your Best Year Ever journal. I mean, it's pretty simple. You have your three banner goals. So mine go in like health, which includes like physical health, mental health, spiritual health, just whatever I'm kind of working on that month, that quarter, whatever. What's the best thing to, you know, put me there? So like right now it's physical health. Uh, you know, the past couple of years, it was focused a little bit more on spiritual health, and mental health, but I'm like, all right, I kind of need to get a little bit back in shape. So I just picked one thing that I need to work on that week, um, you know, like exercising each day or whatever. And then the next one is relationships. So that's like with my kids, with my wife, with my family, you know, my mom and my dad and all that. What am I working on? You know, that could be reading a book, maybe dealing with like parenting or uh, right now I'm dealing uh, with, you know, a family member that has cancer. And so I'm doing a little bit more digging into that and seeing how I can support that. Um, and then number three is finances. So um, that's where I put a lot of my business stuff. Um, I'll pick one to three uh, MVPs that fit in there. So I kind of, the, the third one, I kind of combined both my personal finances and my business, but I'm starting to get to the point where I want to split them into two separate 
banner goals, yeah. two different groups, if you will. Very cool. A lot of people in business forget that part of your business is your relationship, your health and all of that, that you need to track. And it's, uh, it's, it's interesting that you have those two priorities and then finances as well. What kind of systems work great for you for your business? Where do you look to build processes? Um, so the, the first one is the CRM, uh, Customer Relationship Management Tool. Um, that's one I've had for a few years now. Um, I personally use REI Blackbook. Uh, it doesn't have everything I want, but it has quite a bit of stuff. And I've just kind of gotten used to it over the years. Um, it has a lot of functionality. Um, that's kind of the, the main one. And then it kind of has enough stuff in it that it ties into everything. It's got websites, um, landing pages, and then phone systems, texting, uh, obviously the database where it holds everything and a bunch of stuff it can do inside of there. So um, that, that attracted me to it. Uh, or what, what attracted me to it is just the, the amount of things I could do with it. I could kind of like hack it and get it to do all sorts of different things that it wasn't originally designed to do, um, which is kind of how my personality is. I like taking things apart and figuring them out. Um, and for me, especially, I need something that is really good about reminding me about stuff. And this is where I'm still kind of learning what works for me and what doesn't. Um, I have ADHD and a brain injury from the military. And so I forget things constantly. So honestly, Google a lot of times is what I use. Or back when I had an iPhone Siri, I would have them remind me of stuff because I would have to say like, hey, remind me in 10 minutes to do this so that I wouldn't forget. Um, and then I have uh, partners and uh, an assistant that kind of helps me make sure that I'm doing what I need to do. Because otherwise, so I mean, really like just figuring out whatever system works for you. I, I'm not unique in that sense, but I just specifically look for things that work for me. Yeah, I love it. It's what works for you, really. Like, I love that when we're trying to book you, you say, go to my calendar and book it in that platform. And that's a lot of people in business. They go with uh, text messages, email, phone calls, assistant, partners, and then you forget things because it's not wow. in place. Yeah. 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 Very cool. What's the best business advice you've ever received? I think it would have to be, wasn't so much advice, but it was, it was the right questions. And it was, you know, why do you want that? And just really someone who listened to why it was I wanted what I wanted for my goals and like what was behind it. And they kind of kept digging to they realized like, okay, like I see why you're doing things the way you do. Cause there's a lot of things that kind of do a little bit unconventionally. And so I've had some people just be like, hi, oh, you need to do it this way. You need to do this way. And I heard something on Tim Ferriss's book, uh, tribe of mentors. Um, it was a question he was asking everyone that he interviewed and it was, you know, what advice would you give to uh, a college kid, you know, getting ready to enter the real world. And the, probably the best answer I've ever heard, um, was there is no universal advice. Um, what advice works for one person may not work for another. Like some people need to slow down and need to chill out. Others are chilling out too much and need to pick it up and put their butt in gear. So there's no one piece of advice that's universal for really anybody. Um, I think the only thing that really you're guaranteed is that eventually you'll die and that hopefully you want to make the most of 
your time here on earth and whatever that means to you go do it like listen to people and take their advice to heart but doesn't mean you have to follow it just give it thought if it makes sense and if it doesn't just you know not everything works for everybody i love it that's awesome you you're like more of a sponge of knowledge grabbing what you need from yeah because I've, I've had things where i've received advice or uh, learned something and then i ended up not using it for a long period of time and then just i come across the situation and suddenly that was like the perfect tool for me and just i was like reminded of it somehow and it fit perfectly with what was going on in my life at the time you know love it that's very cool what's your vision for your business where are you taking it next well right now um you know we we had some opportunities come our way um down in tampa florida and so i'm really focusing there uh, that's where i'm originally from um so i'm focusing big time there trying to build up my wholesale business down there where I'm buying houses and then partnering with other investors. Um, and then they buy them and kind of cherry pick which ones I want to hold on to. Um, so I'm trying to kind of build up as much capital as I can and kind of build a, a niche for myself and a, and a name for myself down there. Um, and once like, like eventually the market has to turn. Um, so the, the, the veteran side, the active duty military side is something I'm, focusing on slowly and intentionally because once the market turns that's really where I want to kind of be ready to uh, help people out with that because eventually the market does have to take a turn and I can't have these million dollar prices forever um, so I want to be able to help people when they start to get upside down and underwater um, on their mortgages with some ways to still help them out um, that's, that's kind of where I'm focused on now is like going with the market and wherever the market's at, like, don't try to fight against it, figure out like how you can work within it and notice when the seasons are changing. Building on your portfolio in different areas too, not just in one area. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I really don't have, it's not that I don't have a vision. I don't have a specific like 10 year goal because it's really um, just in whatever way makes sense at the time, trying to help people with like our real estate expertise. And, and it, if I try to even guess three years from now, I'd probably be way off. So <laughs> it's just trying to build a team of people that genuinely want to help people, obviously make money in the process, but like that, that they have a high integrity. So that's really my focus right now is building a really solid team that um, has integrity like me and really wants to do right by people. It's not so much focus on the money, but really helping people out. Like it's yeah. extremely important to me. Do what you love, help people, money will come. Like mm -hmm. it, it just fun. it just happens, yeah. <laughs> nice. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to share to us um, about your business or how you built it or what you're going towards? Um <laughs> the one thing I I guess for realtors, I, if I could go back to that question, um, the one thing I would say to agents in general is just keep an open mind. Um, you know, most of the time you are focused on, you know, the end seller or the end buyer. And, and I get that. But when working with investors, really keep an open mind and try to learn the different ways that you can do real estate, not just as an agent, but just seeing things differently. I've had several agents that I've worked for when I talk to them about some of the creative finance options available to their clients. Um, at first, 
you know, if they don't have an open mind, they just kind of like shut it down. And then when I show them like, Hey, this is perfectly legal. Here's the IRS codes. Here's all the documentation. Like it happens all the time. Um, and educate them. They're just like, Oh my God, like, this is great. Like there's a few people I can think of that I couldn't help before because they had zero equity. They're actually upside down. It's like, you know, this can really help them. And so when I see their eyes light up, I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Like, see, like, you know, just keep an open mind. Like, you know, the, the way you hear about it in school is not always the way it is hundred percent of the time. So, um, like I, I love working with agents that have an open mind because I mean, we're two different specialists in like the same field, but specialize in two different things. And when we're able to collaborate on stuff, I mean, it's like magic. It just feels awesome. Cause it's like, we're not enemies, you know, we're able to work together and it feels great. I love it. The open mind from the realtor with your expertise is a win-win for you, for them, and for the sellers or, or the person that needs your help too. So. Yeah. And, and buyers too, because I've had people that I've helped get into a house that couldn't qualify. And we did like a lease with option to purchase or right to purchase. And I'm actually getting ready to close on one here from a couple of years ago. And it, it's great because she was like, there, there's no way I can buy a house. And so let her lease it and helped her with her credit and get approved and everything. And so just seeing like, she thought it was impossible. And now we're able to help her. That wasn't through an agent, but just, um, I've worked with other mortgage brokers and I've had it where agents have brought me people and I was able to help them. So, uh, it's pretty cool. I love how real estate is not just being a realtor. Is there so much opportunity out there? It, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on the episode and sharing all your knowledge and your business. Sure. Yes. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today.